everyone. Thank you so much for coming over to listen today. I'm Sue Van Rees, nutritional therapist, food psychology specialist, author, and founder of Boulder Nutrition here in Boulder, Colorado. For the next few weeks, I'll be hosting a very special edition of the podcast called The Soul Food Sessions. The Soul Food Sessions are bite-sized morsels of wisdom from our 2018 guest teachers, little tasters here and there from me, and some sweet shares from my past participants of my online program, The Yoga of Eating, a six-month course and community to heal your relationship to food and your body. Registration is now open. Over the next few weeks, you will get mini appetizer plates to sample through the soul food sessions. We have amazing content coming for you. And if you like these little tasters and teachings, I guarantee that you are going to love the Yoga of Eating online course and community. This is my most complete body of work combining nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, embodiment practices, recipes, resources, and our wonderful group of online guest teachers. You can find out more at theyogaofeating.com. I could not be more excited to share with you this very special edition of Satiate, and I am also incredibly grateful to be offering you some of the most potent wisdom from experts all over the country. So pour yourself a cup of something wintry and warming, settle into your favorite spot, and enjoy this soul food session. First off, I just wanna say that I have had so much fun with this last mini-series, The Soul Food Sessions, and Today, it's a little bittersweet that this is the last of all eight of the Soul Food Sessions in this little mini-series that I've been putting together for all of you listeners. And it has been such a joy interviewing some of my very inspiring and wise guest teachers for the Yoga of Eating online course and community, and just having another way of connecting with all of you more often. So thank you for opening your emails and listening to the podcast and for all of your feedback and comments and questions. And I'm just so glad we could share this time together in this brand new year. So today, our next episode of the Soul Food Sessions is called Become the Queen of Your Queendom. You are a queen. Your soul is royalty. A few weeks ago, I got all dressed up to meet a close friend of mine at one of Boulder's newest restaurants. She had invited me out for a girl date to celebrate my birthday. The restaurant was buzzing for a Tuesday night. In fact, we could hardly get a reservation. We sat down both very excited to explore a brand new menu, and I quickly remembered that she's allergic to onions. Now this is not always a problem, but at this brand new Boulder hotspot, the theme of the food was New Mexican, full of onions. 
I instantly did what I do and what many of us would do. I offered to help. Are you going to be able to find something that works? Do we need to go somewhere else? I asked. What happened next was really inspiring to me. She looked at me with a sweet smile and a twinkle in her eye. Nope, I'm all good. I've got this, she said. A short moment later, after she talked to our server, our server came back with a customized menu just for her, one with all of the dishes she could have, the ones without onions, straight from the head chef. The head chef had kindly taken some time to make sure she knew what she could eat and gave her her very own menu to keep for future visits. What would it be like if we all governed ourselves with confidence and creativity this way? You may not have an onion allergy like my friend, but I'm sure that you have your own unique needs and wants that you strive to fulfill each day. Becoming the queen of our queendoms means just that. We develop clear, conscious actions and boundaries that express our most cherished needs and values in our health and beyond. When we do this, we can rule our world from the inside out. When we don't, we begin to feel lost, depleted, exhausted, overextended, and completely foreign to our inner wise discernment. I'm going to share with you some very relevant strategies for reclaiming your sovereignty and becoming queen of your own queendom. This is for you if you are a people pleaser, if you tend to put your own needs last, find yourself making decisions that do not serve you, have trouble asking for what you need, or even feel numb and out of touch with what is truly best for you and your inner queendom. This is very important and an integral part of what we do over at the Yoga of Eating online course and community. Our group is still forming for this 2018 circle and I would love to have you join us. Learn how to manage your inner needs and address the outer world rather than vice versa. Taking charge of your health and happiness in a whole new way with your sovereignty, your queendom leading the way. Learning to rule our queendom takes some practice. But a couple of things I've found interesting lately as I've been working with this practice is that our sovereignty is inherent. We are born with it. When we're young, little infants, we basically ask for what we need via our body cues and our cries and our giggles and our smiles and our eye rubbing when we're tired. It's not foreign to us to tend to ourselves. It's just that as time goes on, we have learned from our societal cues and often our lineage of women that we can forego our own needs for another person. Our family, our children, our husband, our partner, our work. I was reflecting with a client about just this the other day and thinking back to my own personal family lineage of women, which are beautiful, bold, shiny, loving gems of women in my life and 
they also taught me to put myself last. They also taught me to give everything I have to those I love and leave my own needs on the back burner. This is something that I've been reclaiming for many, many years and is a constant reminder to govern my inner world with diligence, love, tenderness, and priority. Our inner ecology, our personal lives, our health, our work, our relationships, our thoughts, our cultures, our money, our homes, all of the aspects that are deeply reflecting the true self of who we are require some attention. We might be very good at doing this in certain areas of our lives and not in others. We might be really good at tending to our self-care when it comes to sleep and socializing and not as much when it comes to food and asking for what we need. We can be interdependent beings, governing our own inner world and queendoms wisely, cultivating what we want inwardly first, choosing carefully how we resource ourselves and how we care for ourselves on a daily basis, checking in with what's arising for us on the inside out. Each morning as I tread down the stairs of my house to make a hot cup of something and take a little time for myself before the day begins, I do what I've often shared with many of my women's programs, groups, and retreats called the four-part check-in. The four-part check-in originally was inspired by the work of Deepak Chopra and his teaching. First, we check in with our physical body. How are we feeling? How did we sleep? Are we hungry? Are we thirsty? Do we need anything today? What can we do for our physical bodies today? Movement, rest, nourishment, nature. And then I move up to my emotional body. How am I feeling emotionally? What emotions are the most prominent in my inner world? What can I do to take care of myself from that place? Some days there's fear or sadness or resistance. Some days excitement and inspiration. Each of these qualities of our emotions requires a slightly different medicine, personal medicine. Then I move up to my mind and my thoughts, which as you probably know, if you're anything like me, can be very dynamic and change on a dime. Some mornings I wake up positive and hopeful and inspired for my day. Other days, fearful, anxious, nervous, wondering if I'm able to really fulfill some of my hopes and dreams for myself. When I ask myself, what is the quality of my thoughts today? The answers can vary each of these requiring a slightly different anecdote. And lastly, I check in with my higher self, 
my true self and ask, what can I do today? How are you doing today? And what's interesting is a lot of times my higher self has something very different to say than my thoughts or my emotions or even my physical body. Once I connect with these deeper parts of my inner ecology, I can create my self-care, my rest, my movement, my inner peace, the ways I nurture myself throughout the day in a very customized manner. We are always going to be engaging in various aspects of daily life. Some will feel smooth and graceful and flowing, while others will feel like friction, sandpaper, conflict, and challenge. These are all parts of living and parts of ourselves. Each day, when we start to practice being the queen of our queendom, we can navigate life's ups and downs more easily. In fact, what I've noticed is many things can go wrong. Things can fall apart on the outside. Our car could break down. Our children could be in distress. Our business could suffer. But when we are truly the queen of our queendom, tending to our inner world consciously, mindfully, and regularly, these life's challenges start to impact us less. We're more grounded, we're more anchored, we're more solid in who we are. We are more like the eye of the hurricane. We can handle more. We are more well-resourced. We are using all of the tools that we have at our disposal from our life of collecting these tools and then implementing them as needed. It is never perfect by any means, but it's like what I call perfectly imperfect. No matter what you have going on on the outside, tending to our inner world makes everything feel much more manageable. We move fluidly through our emotions and our consciousness. Our life becomes ours and ours alone. It belongs to us. Our inner world belongs to us. And we begin to fully embody presence. Ruling our queendom, being the queen of our queendom, allows us to be fully ourselves and express our truest nature to our full capacity. We honor our values, we love our bodies, we share our gifts, and we fill ourselves with our soul's presence. When we apply these types of practices to our health and our happiness, big transformations happen. We also become more clear of when to say yes and when to say no, of how to mold and shape the power we have in our choices and our daily lives, where we overextend and where we pull the reins in, where we give and where we receive, 
where we stretch ourselves out of our comfort zones and where we curl up in our own little nest for comfort and solace. Being anchored this way, being grounded this way, feeling our own evolution this way is so important to create the sacredness and the sacred world for ourselves to live in. We build a stronger sense of self. We cultivate more appreciation and pride for who we are. And we generally are able to share our gifts, our uniqueness, our achievements, our empowerment, and our love with the world in a more genuine and full way. We harmonize our relationship to food and our bodies. We allow our feminine wisdom to be our compass and we transform our obstacles into our allies. My guiding philosophy is simple. The way out is in when it comes to our relationship to food, body, health, and happiness. I know sometimes the inner world can be daunting, intimidating, and even a little scary, especially if we're not familiar with diving deep into our inner world. In the Yoga of Eating online course and community, we spend a solid amount of time gathering the resources, the confidence, the strength, as we work intimately together, creating customized and collaborative healing for body, mind, and soul. We practice with potent teachings that help us grow into our strength and clarity and knowledge of our own personal recipe. In this methodology and with these very specific resources, that have served thousands of women whom I've worked with, we can begin to descend into the deepest, most brilliant, wise, and discerning parts of ourselves. Remembering our power and the ways in which we create intention and pleasure in our life and in our health is such a gift. an innovative and soulful approach to health and healing that really begins with your inner queendom. The interesting thing is that only you can rule your inner queendom. Only you can say yes to this personal commitment that transforms our lives in extraordinary ways. After all, we are our own advocates for health, for self-care, for happiness, and for personal evolution. All you need to do is ask. What do you need to become the queen of your queendom? What do you need to do to become more sovereign in your own life? What can you do to tend to your inner world, your body ecology, your thoughts, your emotions, and all the different aspects of yourself? Ask yourself. Give yourself time each day to simply ask yourself. 
connect with yourself, tend to yourself, listen inward. Start with one minute, five minutes in the morning, one minute, five minutes at the end of the day. Draw yourself a delicious bubble bath and as you settle in beneath the bubbles and the smell of your favorite aromatherapy oil diffusing through the air, ask yourself, what do I need for myself today? What can I do to love myself today? As you take your dog on a walk around the neighborhood, ask yourself, how am I feeling today? What do I need to nourish my body, my mind, my soul today? How can I take very good care of myself, of my needs, of my inner world? How can I start with myself? How can I fill up my own cup? These questions sound simple, even basic at times, but when we apply them regularly to our daily lives, everything changes. Transformation happens. Deeper connection to self. Self-sufficiency, interdependence, anchored, rooted, grounded daily living. Doesn't that sound fabulous? I'll work on this right alongside of you. Becoming the queen of my queendom sounds like one of the most delicious and luscious practices I've done in a while, so I have no resistance to joining you. And it is my utmost pleasure to share these teachings and these inspirations with you today. Remember that the Yoga of Eating online course and community is circling up as we speak. Women are joining and coming with all of their different ecologies, all of their different intentions, all of their different goals, all of their different histories to share in this beautiful unraveling and process of revealing our true selves and nurturing ourselves in a way that only we can do. If you're interested in more information, I would love to share it with you. You can also email me directly at sue at boldernutrition.com. Thank you so much for coming over to listen to this very special edition of Satiate, the Soul Food Sessions. These podcasts are designed to give you little tasters and appetizers of the upcoming Yoga of Eating online course and community. Registration is currently open. You can access all of the details for registration and more about our dynamic group of guest teachers and all the different aspects of the program, including nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, reflective resources, and nourishing recipes by going over to theyogaofeating.com. I would love to welcome you into this year's brilliant circle of women, and I'm excited to dive in with each of you in the inner world of making a lasting change in our relationship to food and body. This is definitely my most complete and passionate body of work and has supported thousands of women around the world in making a lasting change and creating more health and happiness in their lives. I 
hope to see you and talk to you soon. And thank you so much for listening today.